So let's just say you're a U.S. president, you go to work and you're getting a report first thing in the morning, whatever time you wake up, whether it's 7 a.m. you wake up or some presidents will wake up at 10 a.m. and you get this report telling you, hey, president, shh, can you please wake up? Please, please wake up. We got reports that our military bases have been attacked 78 times the last couple weeks. Should we do anything about it? Do you just kind of roll over the other side and do you say, what did they do to who? To us, 78 times. That can be real. Let me read it to you. Here's CBS to you. Iran-backed militias in Iraq have claimed responsibility for dozens of attacks that targeted bases housing U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria since Israel declared war on Hamas two months ago. The U.S. military says attacks have been carried out against U.S. facilities over the past few weeks, of which 37 were in Iraq and 41 in Syria, and the U.S. has done nothing about it. So if you don't do anything about it, what are they going to say? Keep attacking. They're not responding. They're okay. And then all of a sudden, we see video of this organization, Houthis, and they're coming in in a helicopter and they get on this ship called the Galaxy Leader and you're seeing this Houthi militia getting on there with guns, with weapons and then all of a sudden, boom, they take ownership of this ship and then they're dancing at the end. Yeah, it's a great idea. Who does this ship own to? It was built in Poland. It's a big ship. Who owns it? It's owned by Ray Shipping. So what's Ray Shipping? It's a company partly owned by Israeli businessman Rami Ungar. Okay, so they're attacking an Israeli-owned company taking over the ship. Why is it such a big deal? Because we hear about Hamas, we hear about Hezbollah, but Houthis, I mean, we have to now worry about Houthis. Well, Houthis is five times the size of Hamas, just so you know, they're bigger than Hezbollah. They got a pretty good amount of budget, and why are they targeting these ships in the Red Sea? Because that's the way that goes to Suez Canal. And by the way, 10% of oil in the world goes through there, 12% of all export goes through there, 30% of containers. It's a trillion dollars of trade that goes through here, and the Houthis have put the fear into everybody else. And you know what they're saying? This is the line of what their leader said. Youssef Al-Modani, one of their major generals, said any escalation in Gaza is an escalation in the Red Sea, and any calm in Gaza is considered a calm in the Red Sea. He continues. Any country or party that comes between us and Palestine, we will confront it. By the way, their allies, North Korea, Iran, Syria. Their enemies, Saudi Arabia, U.S., and Israel. You see what's going on over here? Now, having said that, not a lot of people are talking about this, but there's a major consequence because a lot of companies are saying, we're just not going through this here. We're going to talk about all of that today. Okay, so if you give value out of this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Let me give you a quick timeline on what's going on. So remember how I talked about the Galaxy leader that went through what it went through? That was on November 20th when it was hijacked by heavily armed militias and Houthi-operated helicopters. Then afterwards, December 4th, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told reporters that the U.S. is working to build a coalition with partner nations to provide protection for global shipping in the region. However, on December 16th, destroyer USS Kearney downed a toll of 14 drones. What? Is U.S. officially at war if our destroyer is downing 14 drones? Our military bases are being attacked. We're not doing nothing about it. How come no one's really talking a lot about this stuff right now? Now, some people in the military are being proactive about this. The U.S. Navy has positioned the aircraft carrier in the Gulf of Aden and three extra destroyers in the Mediterranean. The U.S. Navy deployment extended a third time to ensure continued coverage off Israel. So look, I've been in the financial industry since 9-11, the day before 9-11, and I've owned stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, crypto, gold, you name it, I've owned it. But the one thing that's very important part of my portfolio all these years is gold. 
I love having a percentage of my net worth in gold that I have access to in case of many different things. That's why we chose to work with our new sponsor, American Hartford Gold. If you have retirement funds that you cannot afford to lose, American Hartford Gold will ship physical gold or silver directly to your door. Also, if you have retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold, a precious metal dealer you can trust. They have the finest products, amazing customer service, and a buyback commitment. They've earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Tell them I sent you and they'll send you up to $5,000 worth of free silver on your first order. So text the word VALUE to 65532 or call 866-695-7074 or click on a link below. So they're not going to send their ships through. A lot of companies are saying, we're just not going through it right now. It's too chaotic. And here's some of the companies that have made that decision. Number one, Denmark AP Molar Maersk on December 15th said it would pause all container shipments through the Red Sea until further notice following a near-miss incident involving its vessel Maersk Gibraltar a day earlier. Now, MSC, Mediterranean Shipping Company, said on December 16th its ships would not transit through the Suez Canal with some already rerouted via the Cape of Good Hope a day after Houthi's forces fired two ballistic missiles at its MSC Palladium 3 vessel. The decision will disrupt sailing schedules by several days. The Switzerland-based group said the ship was targeted by a missile while traveling from Salah, Oman to Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, the company said. Number three, CMA CGM, French company group, on December 16th said they are also pausing all container shipments through the Red Sea. So is Costco shipping, not the Costco shipping you're thinking about, but China's Costco on December 18th. They're the latest shipping giant to halt Red Sea route amid the attacks. And then we have a few other ones here we can talk about. We can talk about a German container, uh, Hapag Lloyd, as well as Evergreen, which I'm sure you've heard about Evergreen before when they went through their issue. Now, aside from those shipping companies, here's the oil companies that are saying we're just pausing with the biggest one being BP. They're not willing to take the risk. On December 18th, they said they have temporarily paused all transits through the Red Sea. Equinor, a Norwegian oil and gas firm on December 18th said it had rerouted some vessels that had been heading towards the Red Sea. So has Irona, Belgium oil tanker firm, said on December 18th it would do the same. So has Frontline. Now for some of you, in case maybe your geography is not your thing, you want to know where these Houthis are, they're on the west side of Yemen. If you look at this map, look where they are, you'll notice Houthis are purple, that's their military. They're right on the border of Saudi Arabia and to the west of them is the Red Sea. So any ship that pretty much wants to go through that route, you have to go through Houthis. They will see you, and if they want to target you, there's a risk that they can. So what does this mean to some of these guys that are having to reroute the whole thing? All it means is instead of going straight through the Suez Canal and doing the same work in 7,200 miles and less time and less risk, you have to go from Mumbai all the way up to London. It's going to take you 12,300 miles. Way more risk, way more choppy, way more potential for damage to be taking place. More fuel, cost of Pricing going up, shipping, everything, and that gets passed down to who? The consumer, you and I. So there's a lot of elements to this. One of the elements to this, I want to show you some data for you to take a look at. When you're small and you're going up against the enemy that's formidable and big, the way you annoy them is by hurt them in a place that maybe is the only thing you have. And in this situation, Houthis, West, Red Sea, you want to go through here? You need us. If you don't stop the war in Gaza and Palestine and leave them alone, Israel, we're going to hurt America. We're going to hurt everybody. We're going to hurt 10, 12% of the global trade that's going through here. That's what they're doing. By the way, if you go through the history of what happened to the world GDP, I want you to look at two things here. Here's what's happened to the world GDP over the last five, 600 years. Take a look at this from 1500 to 2015. Notice that sudden spike in 1950. What does this show? This is us 
working together. And look how that matches with this other data from growth of global export. Look at 1950, it's really not a big climb from 1900 to 1950. All of a sudden, boom! off to the races. So global exports equals increasing the world GDP, world GDP increasing more money for you, more salaries, people make more money, less stress, less chaos, the less money they make, the more chaos. So they're trying to cause everybody to have some kind of pain. Now here's the thing, I definitely want to see our military be a little bit stronger in the way our president could attack to silence them and put the fears in it. We're not really doing that. They have access to information I don't have. Maybe I would take a different approach than the current administration is, but I'm not the president, I'm creating content. Uh, however, at the same time, this could be a month thing, this could be a two-month uh, thing. Nobody thought Afghanistan was going to be a two-decade thing, and nobody thought Russia-Ukraine was going to be a couple-year thing that it's turned into. If this thing ends in the next week, two weeks, couple months, that's good. If it doesn't, you're going to feel the chaos economically coming to a city near you because this is going to affect the pockets of somebody and it'll be passed down to you. If you got value out of this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. If you've never seen the power of a canal, go watch this video on Panama Canal. You'll realize how necessary these canals are. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.